Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Roadmap from Auto Finance News. Since 1996, the nation's leading newsletter on automotive lending and leasing. It's Monday, July 26th, and I'm Amanda Harris, Associate Editor of Auto Finance News. I'm joined today by Joey Pizzolatto, editor, editor of Auto Finance News. Uh, and this is our weekly wrap on what happened in auto finance for the week ending July 26, 2021. Um, as always, I want to thank Auto Finance News advertisers, Dealer Track, DeFi Solutions, Spherion, Agora Data, and Alpha for their continuing support. Uh, first, in some general economic news, uh, U.S. new home sales hit an unexpected dip in June, uh, falling to the lowest since April 2020. Uh, so purchases of new single-family homes fell 6.6%, uh, which is likely indicating weakening consumer demand amid tight supply and elevated prices, much like we've been seeing um, in the vehicle space as well. Uh, in the auto industry, uh, Honda Motor Company uh, last week doubled down on a strategy to form strategic partnerships in an effort to shift more aggressively to electric vehicles. Uh, last year, Honda reached an agreement with General Motors Company to jointly develop two new Honda EVs, and the chief executive officer recently said the company is open to working with others in different industries when it comes to developing software using EVs. So just kind of have to see how that plays out. Um, and in a move that could impact regional manufacturing of vehicles, the U.S. and Mexico failed to resolve a dispute over trade rules for cars during a recent meeting. The conflict focuses on how to calculate the percentage of a vehicle that comes collectively from three countries under the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement, which took effect last July when it replaced the North American Free Trade Agreement. Mexico, together with Canada, has been considering filing a formal complaint against the U.S. under the new agreement. And then in auto finance, uh, we've been following the second quarter earnings season, and it's already yielded some interesting trends. Uh, so this week, our team looked into AutoNation, Capital One, and Citizens One Auto Finance. Uh, the main takeaway was really a shift away from charge-offs to recoveries um, and a related pullback on allowance for loan losses. Uh, so, for example, uh, Capital One, I'll just kind of talk a little bit about their earnings. Uh, they logged a 0.12% recovery rate, which has so far been the highest recovery rate we've seen um, for the quarter. That remains to be seen if that will hold true. Uh, we do have more earnings to come out, but so far that's, that's the highest we've seen. Um, and as a comparison, the net charge-offs at the bank last quarter stood at 0.47%, and they are down from about 1.16% this time a year ago. Um, so definitely a, a pretty big change there. Um, and we know from last week's coverage, and we talked about this last episode, um, Allied Financial and U.S. Bank also posted positive recovery rates. So it's definitely a trend that we're seeing so far. Um, another trend is credit performance has continued to be really strong. Um, Capital One saw a slight decrease, and it was about two basis points um, sequentially in their 30 plus day delinquencies, which uh, sat at 3.26%. Um, and that was largely due to historically high consumer payment rates. So consumers are, you know, paying their auto loan payments on time. Um, we know stimulus really helps with that and it still seems to be propping up. People were able to save money so they're able to kind of make those payments. So we haven't really seen too much of a fall off on that. Um, and then 
with everything kind of looking pretty positive, allowance for credit losses um, at Cap One um, accounted for 3.3% of their balances, which is down from 3.9% last quarter. Um, and just to put that in some perspective, uh, for auto, their originations increased 56% year over year to 12.9 billion, and outstandings grew 7% year over year to 71.7 billion. Um, so Cap One, pretty strong quarter, but that's kind of in line with what we've seen so far. And I know we had some other kind of similar results. So Joe, do you want to talk about what we are seeing at Citizens? Of course. So, you know, like, like you mentioned, one of the, the bigger trends that we're kind of keeping an eye on this quarter is um, net charge-offs and more specifically uh, recoveries. Um, and we are seeing quite a number, like you mentioned, U.S. Bank, Ally Financial, Citizens, I believe there was another that I'm probably forgetting right now that, that is recording reco recovery um, on net charge-offs. Um, these are largely driven by two factors. Um, elevated used vehicle values, which we are expecting to see for at least through the year. We'll, I mean, the market can move, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, but also, like you said, uh, lower provisions for credit losses, which you know, as as everyone knows, we is 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 a balance sheet adjustment, um, which does um, help on on that recovery side. Um, but this is an unprecedented situation, I would guess, um, mostly because I mean I've never seen net charge offs in the positive before. Um, so, so this is a, a, a point of really great profitability in the industry. I'm not sure how long this will last. I would imagine, um, you know, we will see more lenders, uh, record recoveries again, based on, you know, elevated used vehicle values and also, um, you know, reduced provisions or, you know, uh, uh, um, take back on on those reserves um but i i wouldn't imagine that this would be something we were going to see into the third quarter um as far as originations goes um you know auto is super strong right now and again like a year ago if you would ask me where we would be now i would have said uh delinquencies were gonna spike but they're not. And, um, you know, the auto industry is really recording um, quite significant growth. Um, and I feel like that that might continue through the rest of the year. And then we had kind of a, a different take from Auto Nation. You know, they're not obviously the same, um, exactly the same as, as some of the other ones that we covered. But what kind of stood out there and kind of what does that say um, about the performance this quarter? Yeah. Um, so if you look at AutoNation um, and what we're concerned with, finance and insurance, um, you know, that revenue is continuing to grow. Uh, consumers are still um, flocking towards that as um, ticket prices increase on new vehicles, as used vehicles are more expensive. Um, consumers are more aware uh, that they could potentially be underwater. 
um, for a majority of their loan. Uh, so, you know, they are taking steps to, um, you know, curb that. Uh, you know, we, we saw uh, Wells Fargo um, increase their allowance, I don't know, maybe a month ago um, on, on what they're willing to finance for GAP products. Um, largely that was because the price is increasing, but that doesn't seem to be deterring customers, um, away from these products. So I would imagine, um, you know, F&I is going to continue to grow, um, which is good for lenders. Um, you know, we've seen for the last at least three quarters, uh, the same kind of growth at shift, um, actually exponentially long larger than what we were seeing in AutoNation. Um, but I, I think I think everyone right now is kind of reaping the benefits from pent-up demand. Everyone wants cars for some reason. I hate cars. I don't even want one. You want a car. I do want a car. A new one anyway. Yes. Somebody asked me last week um, or this weekend, they were like, well, what like what what what's the american dream i was like not to own a car <laughs> live like, somewhere you don't need yes if i live somewhere and i can walk everywhere i probably wouldn't be as in the market for one you know cuz they are they are expensive right now and you have to maintain them but there are options too like i get subscribed to one if i need one for a week you know i can hop in an uber i mean like there are there are options that involve cars without Owning one. If you live somewhere, I do not live somewhere though. That would work. Right. Well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm in New York, so I can, you know, hail a cab or, you know, hop on somebody's, you know, scooter. Yeah. Yeah. The free knowing. bus system here uh, would take me maybe down the road to Walmart. That's about it. So, you know, well. <laughs> I think I need more than that. <laughs> Great. Well, thanks, Joey. Um, I think. You know, looking ahead, we do have more earnings coming up. So just some examples. We've got Asbury Automotive coming up, uh, Consumer Portfolio Services, Credit Acceptance Corp, Ford, um, Sonic Automotive. We've also got a story in the works um, about some auto refinance space, uh, which is a whole other can of worms kind of benefiting from everything that we talked about today. Uh, so stay tuned to read those developments. And as always, we want to hear from you. So please write the roadmap on whichever platform you use to listen to the roadmap and follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn. Uh, thank you for joining us today and we'll see you online at autofinancenews.net and here next time.